Hello everybody, my name is Caleb Ellison and welcome back to once again another episode of Observational Banter. Observational Banter is all about me, I get to talk about what I've been going through lately, what am I looking forward to in the near future, and all fun things such like that. The date of this recording is June 27th, 2022, and it's currently 5.41 in the p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And before we get into the rest of this episode, I would like to address the elephant in the room. Uh, in my last episode, episode 13, during the question of the week segment, I was retelling the story about how I got into an automobile accident with a school bus. And during my telling of the story, I accidentally let a swear word through the censors. I didn't catch it, I guess. I just, you know, slipped my mind. Uh, it was the D word, you know, the word that means what beavers build. Uh, but when using it in a swearing sense, it's what beavers build with a silent N at the end of it. Uh, so you know what word I'm talking about, and I'm really sorry about that. I try and make my content as family-friendly as possible. And if expletives do happen to slip into the show, I try and bleep them out. Uh, but that one, I just, I missed it, and so I'm really sorry about that. I hope you are still able to enjoy my content regardless of the accident I made last week. So once again, I'm sorry about that. I hope, you know, this can be a learning experience for me. And you and I, as podcaster and listener, we can both just move on. But now we're going to get into the week as we would with any other week. And we're going to get kicked off with Monday. And Monday, we are back to work. I had a nice week off after, you know, my miserable weekend. But now I'm back to work on Monday because this is the six-game homestand I was talking about at the end of the last episode. So I will have work for six consecutive games, 9 a.m. to 2 a.m., six days in a row. We are grinding it out here. And so what was also crazy, though, was that so the MLB Draft League, the way they do rosters is really weird. You have some guys who have contracts for the entire season with the team. You have other guys who have, like, 14-day contracts. Some guys are only signed through the first half of the season, and then they're either drafted, let go, or they get traded to another team, depending on roster availability. And so Monday, we had tons of new players coming in, and so, you know, I was there I was making sure they had all the equipment they needed, trying to find a locker for them, stuff like that. We are severely overpopulated here at the Mahoning Valley Scrappers. So that was a pretty interesting experience, just getting everyone to, you know, get in, get situated. But what was nice, though, about Monday is that even though I was at work, I didn't feel completely miserable like I did in the last weekend series. You know, I was refreshed from the week off. I was, you know, able to breathe a little bit. I was all right. I was all right. And Tuesday, though... Tuesday was awesome because I'm actually starting to get help at work. I had a guy come down from the front office and he was like, hey, is there anything, you know, any chores you need me to do this morning? And so I got him to vacuum and mop the kitchen. It was awesome having help, you know, because that's stuff that's usually I have to do. But having someone else do it, it was great. And I feel bad, like I'm still not used to telling people what to do. But if it saves me time, then I'll take it all the time. So that was pretty nice. And then, you know, rest of the day, so pretty much, like, so the most stressful times at work is, you know, right before a game when the teams are taking batting practice because I have to get all the pregame food set up. And then after the game, because I have to put post-game food away and do laundry. 
um, pretty much everything, you know, during the game, it's not really that stressful. And then like in the morning to early afternoon, it's pretty chillax. So I was just chilling, you know, I was in my office scrolling on TikTok. And then one of the coaches comes in and was like, hey, one of the, you know, faucets in the bathroom is leaking. And I was like, oh, are you serious? Because I knew we had a faucet that like had some drip to it. But it would just drip like once every other minute. That was, you know, fine. That was manageable. But no, this faucet was like completely leaking. It was a solid stream coming out. And the bucket was overflowing. And it was terrible. I had to let maintenance know. And then they called their plumber. And it was awful because the bucket I had it under, it wasn't like a bucket. It was like more like a storage tote. But it would, you know, start getting three quarters of the way full like every five minutes. And so if it was too full and I couldn't pick it up, I would have to drag it across the floor over to the showers and then dip it out in the drains over there. So that was just really, really annoying to do that pretty much all day until it got fixed. And so eventually it did get fixed, though. You know, it got fixed the same day it got called in. So at least it wasn't like a problem where when I come back overnight, just the entire bathroom is going to be flooded. We were able to get that fixed. And then, so I got help Tuesday morning with some of my chores, and I also got help Tuesday night. It was awesome. He came down while I was dealing with laundry. He was dealing with trash. Like, that's just what I've needed, really, most of this time, is just having someone to help me out. I also need to adjust my schedule because I do have other stuff I want to do this summer that work gets in the way of. But, you know, that's a bridge to cross at a later time. But now it's time to move on to Wednesday. So honestly, what I think the biggest problem was was like the leak and like worrying about that Tuesday afternoon and just still like, oh man, I'm only down two days and I still have the rest of the week to go. By Wednesday, like I was starting to feel really drained. It was it was getting really bad. Like Wednesday morning, I remember waking up. And I kind of had the, like that anxiety feeling in your stomach, you know? Like, I had that laying in bed. I was like, oh, I got to go to work today. I have to deal with another game, do another full day here. I'm miserable, you know? And it was just awful, you know? Because the game itself on Wednesday, it took forever. It was like a four-hour game. And then they still lost the four-hour game. So there was a post-game meeting with all the players and coaches. And that took like 15 minutes. And so by the time the players actually got to touch their food, it was 11.30. So I had to wait for all of them to eat and shower. By then it was like midnight by the time I could actually help and clean stuff out. But what was awesome is that I actually did get help. So it sucked. I felt bad like keeping them there for so long because the players got to their food and stuff so late. But they were there. They helped me out. They were, you know, cleaning, vacuuming, pretty much all the stuff I don't want to do. I let someone else do it and I just do laundry. But it was still like I still just felt miserable by the end of the day. I just felt really stressed out and anxious about everything. But what was nice, though, is that so pretty much once everyone does their la- uh, their garbage and their chores, I'll set them free. But I'll stay at the clubhouse for an extra, you know, hour, hour, 30 minutes just to do laundry and stuff like that. And so I was like, all right, I'm all alone. It's uh, time to catch up on some podcasts. And so the first podcast I listened to that night was a uh, season eight, episode 24. That might be wrong. But it's the Pod Van Dam episode titled Stratisfaction. And I was listening to it and I got name dropped. It was awesome. 
I'm known as the AIW student who wants to learn Trish Stratus moves. Which, I mean, yeah, Trish Stratus is awesome, but it's not like I'm going to copy her entire moveset. I just wanted to learn her one move called the Stratosphere, where her opponent's on the top rope, and then she runs at them and does, like, the handstand thing on the bottom rope, and then kind of Frankensteiners them off. That's the only move I asked to learn. I'm not like, oh, I want to do the Stratisfaction, and then this move, then that move, and her whole comeback. It's just the one move I asked for. Anyway, things got to blown a bit out of proportion but i do appreciate being name dropped on the podcast that was really weird to hear a story about myself but now we're moving on to thursday guess what back to work and so at this point like mentally i've already quit my job but physically i was still coming in every day and so because of like just how drained i felt and all that i really just spent most of my day in my office I was like, you know what? If someone has a problem, they know how to fix it. They're grown adults. They can do it themselves. And so, but what I did notice, though, is that as I became, like, more secluded and not really as involved with the clubhouse, the clubhouse itself started getting in terrible shape, you know? There wasn't really everything stocked. I needed to replace this paper towel roll and make sure the visiting clubhouse had enough cups for their water cooler And I was like, man, I should really do something about that. Too bad that I really don't want to, and I'm too stressed out to do anything. (sighs) And yeah, and so Thursday night, once again, I mean, it was great. I got more post-game help. So as that was happening, uh, my boss called me and was like, oh, hey, how's the help I sent down treating you? I'm like, oh, they're good. They're doing their thing. Um, But I did want to talk about... And, you know, I actually spoke up about, hey, I'm really struggling down here. Things are overwhelming. There's other things I want to do this summer, this, that, and the other. And, you know, I pretty much just told him that everything going on is too much for me right now. I don't really feel like I'm experienced enough to handle everything. There's still other things, other commitments I have, and I really need you to understand that. And he's like, um, yeah, I got you. Um, after we, you know, get through with this homestand, Uh, We can talk about your schedule and what you need done and this, that, and the other. So I'm really glad that my boss was so understanding about my situation and that he is willing to be flexible with me. That really, that makes me feel a lot better about my situation here. And so now we're moving on to Friday, heading to the weekend. The one highlight about Friday was the scrappers that night they were wearing like special you know promotional jerseys that were going to get auctioned off after the game and so because we're giving away all the jerseys i didn't have to wash them friday night it was great and the game itself was actually pretty good too friday was like one of the lowest stress days i had this week because during the game like i got everything set up for post game pretty quickly and so i was able to like chill out in this one patio area is this patio area where it's like it's in foul territory but it's not really on the field it's kind of below not below the field but like below where the concourse is and where the fans are and there's like tons of kids there they're asking for balls and stuff and it was just cool just like hanging out because some of them are some of them are like older kids like teenagers and they're like asking questions about my job and what I do and stuff like that so it was cool actually you know get to hang out with fans for a bit and now it is time to move on to Saturday. It is the last game of the homestand of this six-game stretch. We are at the finish line. And the big highlight from Saturday 
was I got to meet Gianni Desenzo, better known as Dimitri in Cobra Kai. I got to meet him. A lot of my wrestling friends say that him and I look alike. And so when I brought that up to him, he was like, oh yeah, I totally see it. And meeting Dimitri, it was wild. Like, he was super animated. I thought it would just be, you know, like, you know, he's a celebrity. So I thought it would just be like, oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah, sure, I can take a picture with you. All right, see ya. But no, he was, like, super animated. He's like, oh, yeah, we can take a picture. Like, he offered to shake my hand first. Like, he reached his hand out first. It was crazy. He was super animated, super hyped. But it was really cool meeting him. Really nice guy. And uh, once I started sharing out the pictures on social media of him and I, everyone was saying, like, oh, you guys look so much alike. It's wild. And so that was pretty fun. And what was also fun about Saturday, though, was the grounds crew that night, they were short-staffed. And so the head's ground keeper asked if I could help out, and I did. And it was great, like, being back in that grounds crew position again, like I did last summer with the Bowie Bay Sox. I was on the field, I was taking down batting practice stuff, I was holding on to hoses, putting in bases. It just felt nice to, like, you know, do the same thing I did last summer. It felt nice to do the job I was originally hired at this team to do. Anyway, weird tangent. But what was also nice is that, you know, being back on the field, I got exposed to a larger audience of fans. And so once my work was done and I was walking back to the clubhouse from the field, one of the fans sitting in the seats was like, oh, hey, I like your tattoos. And I was like, oh, thanks. I appreciate it. And I think that's the first time I've had a stranger compliment my tic-tac-toe tattoos. So that was cool to, you know, really get that out in the wild. And yeah, another good thing about Saturday I have written down on my notes here is that despite, you know, all my anxiety and depression I was feeling earlier in the middle of the week, by Saturday it just felt weird, like I felt normal. It's like I didn't have any anxiety left because I used it all in one day. And I was just, you know, I was existing. I was there. And so Sunday, though, so even though we didn't have a game, there was a weird thing going on where the scrappers were going to like a combine showcase event thing in Pittsburgh. And so I had to get laundry ready for that. But I got most of it done Saturday night. Like Saturday night, I spent the night at the clubhouse. And so not only did I have to do like all the home laundry, but the visitors had to get their stuff because they were going to the combine as well. So I had to wash all of that. And it wasn't really communicated if I needed to stay there, you know, Sunday morning when the team left. So I stayed there overnight, like I said, but it's an improvement. Last time I stayed at the clubhouse overnight, I laid a towel out in my office and just slept on the floor. But this time I realized that the recreation room in the clubhouse has a reclining leather sofa. And so I slept on that. That was a lot better, you know, nicer on my back, just being able to sleep on something soft. It's nice. Good stuff. And what was also nice was that, you know, once again, last time I stayed overnight at the clubhouse, I took a shower in the players' locker room, but this time I went to the visitors' coaches' locker room and took a shower there because it was nice and secluded. And to be honest, I kind of like the players' shower better just because the water pressure was, it wasn't better. Like, it was really strong. It was too strong was the water pressure in the players' shower. And also... Um, the water got hotter in the player shower, but it was nice just like having a curtain for my shower in the visitor's office. It was pretty nice. 
And also on Sunday, as I was driving home, I saw a rainbow, and that was really nice. So there was my weekly review. Usually I don't have that much to talk about for Sundays, but this time I did. Once again, you know, a pretty lengthy weekly review. I got to talk about work stuff and just work stuff. Hopefully um, episode 15, the one that comes out after this, there will be more variety, but probably not. But I guess we'll just wait and see. That's how this podcast goes. So we're going to get a quick 30-second advertisement break, excuse me, get into the question of the week, and then whatever else I have to ramble on about for the outro, we'll get to that as well. Advertisement break over. Thank you for at least pretending that you actually listened to it. But now it is time for the question of the week. If you'd like to submit your question for a question of the week, you could do so by messaging me on Instagram or Twitter at NotCalebAllison. And now it's time to hit the gong. So the question this week comes from Carl from Davis, West Virginia. And Carl asks us, Did you consider other colleges before choosing YSU? Carl, that is a great question. Thank you so much for asking. And so they're actually so I knew for a while that I wanted to go to Youngstown State, even though finding it was a bit weird because like I'm from Maryland. No one in Maryland even knew that Youngstown as a city existed. I didn't even know it existed before I found the website. And so I found YSU. Our high school had this website called Naviance where you could put in all the information of like, you know, what was the student body size you wanted, location, did you want it to be in a city, did you want it to be a rural campus. Um, you could just pretty much like put in, you know, what majors you want offered, all the information that you could ask for put in all that and then it would like match you with universities that would fit based off of the info you put in. And so I found Youngstown State, but there are other colleges too. I mean, for the longest time before I got to high school and kind of started researching colleges, I wanted to go to UMBC, which is University of Maryland, Baltimore County. Like that was, you know, one of my favorite schools for a while. I still like them, you know, when it comes to Maryland universities, I like UMBC. It's my favorite one for sure. So I've got that up there. Uh, I was looking for a bit at Appalachian State University down in, I think that's North Carolina. I don't know, somewhere down the East Coast. Uh, But then I saw this video that it gets cold there all the time. And there's like super strong wind tunnels throughout the whole campus. So that wasn't looking very good for me. And when I was researching like the, uh, not admissions, but kind of like what kind of programs they have. And I saw that Um, for communications you need a minor to graduate that kind of crossed it off my list but I didn't realize you need a minor to graduate here at YSU until my advisor told me like last year so I got tricked either way (laughs) but yeah so there's that Appalachian State was up there as well Um, the only other college I really took a tour at was in Pennsylvania Millersville University They're like a small, they were D3, but they recently got bumped up to D2. I took a tour there. I bought a hoodie, if that means anything. And it was an all right school. It was just when I went to my tour for that day, I don't know what happened, how I got mixed around, but I ended up getting like the wrong program tour. Like I guess communications and journalism got kind of tossed in with English and I ended up like sitting through pretty much an English lecture as like my you know welcome to millersville university thing so that kind of turned me off that university i wasn't really um that didn't that didn't look as appealing 
Um, I actually did get accepted to Full Sail University down in Florida. It was really weird. I went to their website because I know they have the sports broadcasting like program and degree there. And so I went to that website and I request, I clicked like the request information button and I didn't realize what kind of wormhole that would open up because I got a phone call from their admissions office and they pretty much like interviewed me and applied me on the spot and I got accepted, you know, thanks to that phone call, but I just wasn't ready to move, you know, down to Florida in that situation. So I got accepted, but uh, politely declined. Uh, what else? I mean, you know, if I was more passionate about American Sign Language, I would have considered going to Gaudet University because they do have a hearing student program that's pretty much just ASL interpretation. But the selective process there is really uh, strict. And then there's also a school in New York, RITD, which is the Rochester Institute of Technology for the Deaf. They have an interpretation program as well that I was considering for a bit, but... As much as I love sign language, it's not something I would do full-time. And so, yeah, just finding YSU, though, I mean, it was perfect. I didn't want to go to a big school, and Youngstown's, you know, a pretty small school. The program they have, I'm majoring in sports broadcasting, and I knew that doing something in broadcasting, television, radio, whatever, is exactly what I wanted to do. So when I saw that that was offered here, I knew that it was perfect. Um, The fact that it's in Ohio, I mean, just for the memes, I wanted to be in Ohio. So there's another, you know, green flag for Youngstown. So yeah, it was just a little bit of everything. Lots of criteria, but I definitely feel good about my choice. I'm not sure how much I would have enjoyed life, say I went to Towson or, you know, pretty much anywhere else. I'm really enjoying Youngstown so far. So, uh, Carl, thank you very much for your question. If you'd like to submit your questions for observational banter, you could do so. Message me on Instagram or Twitter at NotCalebElson. I'd like to thank bensound.com for letting me use their music in this product. Man, I hope you guys learned a lot about me. I know a lot of it was work stuff, but I feel like this is a pretty in-depth look at, you know, just like thinking about that time of when I was looking for colleges, like between my junior and senior year of high school. That was a pretty wild time, you know, if you have questions about what I was like back then, I was still, you know, a bit of a nerd, a geek, and, you know, a bit of an outcast. But those, that was like my prime, man. The summer of 2019 was just, it was great. It was, I wish I could get that back again. But yeah, I'm not going to ramble as long as I did last week for this one. Music, bensound.com, social media, not Caleb Ellison. And until next time, I'll see you later on Observational Banter.